0: good afternoon, morning, or evening, wherever you may be, welcome to another exciting episode of Let's Coach. You know, when a relationship ends and your partner or spouse cheated on you, should you go back to them? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Let's Coach with Carolyn, and I'm your host, Carolyn Owens. Let's Coach is a show that brings the best from the coaching world with tips and strategies for you to use in your everyday life. We bring you great small business ideas and some good news stories and stories about people paying it forward in their everyday lives. And when I'm not hosting the show, I serve as the president of Infinity Coaching Incorporated where we help you up-level your skills so you can up-level your income, your career, your life, your business. And I assist my clients with creating the life of their dreams. And we have a lot of fun in the process. But if you want to find out more about me, you can go to carolynowens360.com. And from there, you can connect onto all my social media platforms, my website, Everything you need to connect with me is right there on that one page. So check it out. That's carolynowens360.com. So on our last episode, we were talking with relationship coach Roman Miranov about starting over after ending a relationship. And so we had a caller who, who called in, and she was on the line, and her ex was also on the line. And I first I would thank them both for calling in. I know it took a lot for him to get on that line. So, guys, if you're listening, thank you so much for calling in. Um, and there were choices that were made in the relationship. They were planning to get married, and she cheated on him. And she told the truth about it. Uh, and she called in asking if that relationship could be salvaged. And we ran out of time during that discussion and I just couldn't let it go like that. I wanted to, you know, continue the conversation. I wanted to bring the conversation to our table. And that's our women's talk table. And joining us again for this episode is Money Coach Chella Diaz. Bring her on the line here. Hello, Chela. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I am so happy to
0: be here. <laughs> and when we do, you know, this is the second time we've had a chance to do Women's Talk, where we'll, you know, talk about key issues from our perspective as coaches and our own life experience. And you know, this was a topic that I couldn't let go of. I know you listen to the show. You listen. To, uh, you're a regular guest and listener, so you had a chance to hear what the caller was saying and you know, just the the depth of the show and how we were talking about starting over after ending a relationship and how so many of the circumstances and what's involved, you know, can kinda guide the direction it goes in. Now I have to ask you, have you ever gone back to an ex after breaking up with them? Now for any other reason, we're not talking about cheating yet. But just anything other than cheating, have you gone back to an ex? So
1: we're warming up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yes. I I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. No. Mm. I really, uh, it's just, well, you know, for me, I just didn't go, because if you got to the point where you were breaking up, then for me, I Did we lose you? Oh, I'm, I'm here. Oh. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. No, so uh, the answer is no. I have not gone back with back to a relationship after we broke up. Hmm. Okay. So
0: <clears throat> when so that probably answers the next question that when we talk about cheating. Have you ever gone back to someone who has cheated on you, okay, well,
1: I got it that's a little bit different though, right? because yes, and this is a good point, so for me, <clears throat> I was in that situation, so this is coming from the heart this is coming from experience. So when I found out that my former husband um had cheated, I wanted to go to therapy for me. The next step was let's do some therapy. Let's find out why this happened so that we can do something differently, right? So for me, it was important to find out. Let's find out, right? Let's, let's, let's see what, what, what went wrong. You know, what was the thing? So I was ready and willing to go to the therapy and see and work it out. Absolutely. I was ready to do that. So, but you were, go
0: ahead. so you were actually married to him. It was your I husband. I was married to him. Yes. Do you I think was. if you weren't married,
1: it would have made a difference? As far as the same situation, but we were not married, so we were just boyfriend yes. and girlfriend? Yes. Um. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it it depends. I think to me, it depends if if the same circumstances were the same, and we had been together for ten years. Mm. I still feel that I would want to work it out to find out. You know, what I mean, because I believe for me, it's like, okay, what what went wrong, and what can we do to correct it, right? It's, um, but for the time invested. And I would say for me, I had two kids. We had two kids. Um, So I really wanted to work it out. So
0: did you want to work it out for you, or did you want to work it out for the kids? Because
1: that's a different... Gosh darn it, that's a darn good question. Um, So, which, which is what I was going to say, if I had not, if I didn't have kids, Absolutely not. I would not have wanted to work it out. <laughs> I mean, because I got to be we, honest. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We
0: we'll stay in these relationships longer than we should, where the signs are there and we're not connecting, or let me say, we're just connecting. There's not. And we talked about this. Roman talked about this yesterday, that there's a difference. with You're just connecting with somebody. You're pretty much almost like you're just roommates, but there's not that passion. The love is not there. And you may have never had it in the first place, but you didn't see it. You make excuses for all those things that the person does that you don't like and it's like are you try to think that you can change that person that you know you can you know make them a better person or you can change the behaviors that you don't like and it is not that the things that they're doing are bad it's just not something that connects and aligns with who you are and what you value but we stay anyway you know we'll do that and kids are one of the primary reasons that people will stay in bad relationships
1: yes so yeah being totally honest you know just looking back if I didn't have kids I I don't think I would have worked it out but he was she was a little bit older than me when we got together and the first thing he said before we got married he's like this is who I am I know that I'm not perfect I know that I have faults and if you're thinking that you're gonna to want to change me, it's not gonna happen. So if you want to, you know what I mean. So we had that conversation up front, so I knew going in there was no changing, right? It's about compromising and living and working things out as you are.
0: You know, it's it's funny. I it's ironic that I was talking to my neighbor um, this morning, and it. They're, they just celebrated their 10th anniversary yesterday, and I'm, I, was, I love hearing you know 10 years, 20 years, how long couples stay together, and you know, and he said it was not all. It's not always easy, but you go through those times and challenges together, and that's what makes that marriage stronger. That's what makes you stick it out you know it's not you know the people get into the stage of getting married or being in a relationship and then when the fairy tale ends and you get to reality of what a relationship is really about you know people walk away but that fairy tale is not this you're not happy 24 hours a day 7 days a week you know if you believe that you know to me that that it's, it's impossible because that's what our other emotions are for <laughs> to be angry, to feel sad, to walk through those. We have those, and we get to walk through them. But it's the same thing. Marriage is not, you know, any relationship is not the perfect bouquet of roses every day.
1: Right. It's about working, right? Like you said, it's about whatever those emotions. And also, I think working it out. So, And and I I believe that with my kids, uh, we did a great job because we allowed them that space. So if they had a bad day at school or they didn't win whatever game or whatever and they needed time to process that, the alone time, we gave them that, right? Mm -hmm. It's about giving each other the space to go through the emotions,
0: whatever Mm -hmm. they may be. Yes. And and that was one of the points we made to the couple um, yesterday was he needed his time to heal. It had just been four months um, and he was still, and he forgave her, but he could not see himself with her anymore. And he still had to go through the hurt. You know, that was painful. You think you're going to marry this person and everything's kind of, you know, it's good in his mind. And then you get this news, bam, you know, your soon-to-be wife is cheating on you. So in your situation, were you able to make it work?
1: Well, I started with, you know, I wanted to make it work. I wanted to go to therapy, oh. I wanted to go to counseling, yeah. whatever we did, whatever he took. Um he was not willing to do that. He felt that, you know, he's mature enough and he learned his lesson and that would not happen again. I got to tell you, I not the therapy was going to be the magic pill in any way, shape, or form. That just was just not good enough for me, right? We have to work it out. We have to at least talk about it. And he wasn't willing to talk about it. And so for me, I just could not see myself Because I began to resent him and the fact that we could not even talk about it or get to the bottom of it. At that point in time in my life, getting to the bottom of it, having the complete puzzle was very important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, no, for me, uh, it did not not work out. And I think we both played a part in that, right? It just, it was not, uh, at that point in time, I felt that the trust was broken, You're not even willing to work at it, to repair it. I just, I could not see myself staying in that relationship. And and, and you just made a key point.
0: The trust was broken. And trust is earned. And when you break that, it is so hard to get it back. And I mean from not just, say, cheating, but lie, if your spouse is lying to you. I always say there's three things that destroy relationships. And this is intimate relationship, friends, work, everything. It is um, money, sex, and communication are the three things to me that can destroy a relationship. And when you do, when you violate that and you're not communicating um, about the important things, and and the small things too, because what's important, what's small to one person can be big to the other. When you don't have that, and you being the person who was cheated on, um, you had things that you needed to walk through, but you needed the support from your the other person to do it, and he wasn't giving that to you. and I think when the, the cheater, the person who does the cheating, if they're trained if they commit and they want to stay and they're going to stick it out, they have to know that that person who's hurting is going to go through some things. They're going to wonder, are you going back to that person? You know, where are you? Why, you know, why are you coming home at, at late again? And until everything can, can start settling again, that has to be kind of, you know, you're going to be in that situation where they're going to want to ask questions and they start comparing themselves to why that person. Why would you go be with them, you know? And it's not about how you look because some of the, you know, top, most beautiful people in the
1: world have been cheated on. Yep, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely not about looks, right? It, it, it's, it's, but also the interesting thing uh, that you just said is that allowing each other that space, right, mm-hmm. Whether, and when you don't have that, and he, he even said, "Listen, I will. You will know where I am twenty four seven. And you know, I will. You know, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever you want. Blah blah. But then it felt more like to me, like to be honest, like a prisoner, right? Like I was going mm-hmm. to watch and guard. And and that's the part that I could not live with. That's the part where it's like." No, I cannot be watching. I mean, I, I'm glad that he offered that and he was willing to do that. But for me, it was like, no, I should not have to watch a person 24-7. That felt like a job to me. And it and wasn't it was job that, you wanted. Yeah, it, it's exactly. It, was, it just felt, you know, it felt like a job. You know, that's not a relationship. That's a job. I, I felt like, you know, I already have a full-time job, and I am a mom, and was like, I I don't, I just, that's not something for me that I was willing to go through, right? It, it, he did offer, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can put a phone tracer, you can do this, you can, yeah, you know, hmm. it, it just, it, I don't think, for me, I was like, no, that, that felt like a job, right? So, for me, it, it did not, it did not work out. Um, yeah, but I do I, I'm know, with you. Right. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm with you. I don't want to be with somebody who I'd have to be, where I, I don't ever check somebody's phone to go through it or something like that. I would never do that. I don't have time for it. I'm too old, and it's just not something I would want to do. If i got to be with somebody where you even feel like you got to check their phone. Now, I would put a tracker on for safety reasons only. Um, it's too much happening out in this world. And I would like somebody to know if I'm going, you know, driving around a place or being somewhere I've never known, I'm getting lost or something, you don't know. Yeah, know where I am. I get that for safety reasons, yeah. but not that I'm going through your phone and checking everything. I don't have time for that. No, If I can't, you, <laughs> you know, that's being, like you said, that's lockdown. That's being a prisoner again. Not, I mean, I said again, yeah, it, not like I ever been in prison, y'all. I I want to make sure I I got that right. No, I said again, no, no. But it would be like I meant again, like what she
1: was saying, kind of commenting on that. Yeah. <laughs> it just restricts it, right? It just so it, it just yeah. It, it feels like you're in a cage. Maybe maybe prison is a I mean, cage. It just feels like you're in a cage. I don't you know. know, the really the, the freedom is being taken away. Yeah, but then you know we
0: are. I know we, it's women talks. So it's through women here. So, do you think it's different for a man than for a woman when you're talking about moving past something like this?
1: I gotta tell you, I think I think there's. I think it depends on the person. I for me, I don't think it's it's based on the male female um, because I know women clients that they have been cheated on and they were able to work it out. Mm -hmm. You know, they did the therapy and they did the thing and they were able to work it out. And I applaud them. I said, you know, that's great. And, and, you know, but, you know, again, it's about the person, you know, I I think men, I mean, I think men, I think for women we tend to be a, a little bit more emotional we tend mm-hmm. to be, but you know, I mean, we t- we tend to think take things a little bit more to heart. Not that men don't, but you know, we're we're more, you know, on the open we are able to. But I I've I've known couples with both men and women where their spouse cheated on them, and they were able to make it. You know, but so that's that's a really interesting, right? It's because I think it's, you know, it was just for them it was it was a way for them to make it work so and, and i've seen the
0: same i mean i you know most of our listeners know i served in the military for 24 years and you you're, you're with people who have been They were separated from their families. They were, you know, temporary assignments and different things. So a lot of stuff happened for different people. But I saw, you know, when the spouse or somebody found out that the marriage made it, that they survived. But in terms of how a man reacts versus how a woman reacts, I think there's a double standard in that the woman is supposed to forgive the man but the man is like, you. it's like you touched a trophy that was locked in a cabinet that you, no other man should put his fingers on. You know, that. Yep. that's his prize. So it bruises a man's ego at first, especially if she got away with it for so long. You know, it's like, how could she? How could you let another man touch what's mine? That goes through his head. And it's just something he looks at her with a certain sense of shame, and I think that's been you know a you know standard for year. I mean, always in existence that a, a woman can forgive and move past easier than a
1: man can. What do that's you think? That's a good point. I, I, told, I totally agree with you with the double standards, right? I think it's for the man. It, it's not so much about that just she did it, but it's about how could she, right? It's that trophy. We go back to that trophy thing. You know, that possession, almost like the possession, right? Like if we go back, you know, your mind, how could you do that kind of a deal? It's, you it's know, very you
0: interesting, mentioned, the double standards. You mentioned, and it just kind of piggybacks off of that, you mentioned something about emotionally. Um, so I'm just, when you think about emotions, when... Um, people cheat men are more men are more likely to get caught than women um because women hide it very well but then women will have an emotional attachment of some sort to that individual they're cheating with do you, or they'll just have what people call an emotional affair do you see that uh, emotional affairs are the same
1: thing as cheating I do. (laughs) I do. Because for men, it's more of the physical, right? For them, it's that. Mm -hmm. But for for women, we get emotionally attached. We are sharing something very deep within ourselves. And it's not even physical, right? But our emotions. Because we are sharing of ourselves. You know, we, we, we give the, the time and, the you know, just the energy that goes into all of that. We're giving a piece of ourselves when we get emotionally attached. So do you think women and men can be
0: friends, just friends, with no emotional or physical involvement in, in that sense of the intimate, you know, sexual kind of way? Do you think that's
1: possible? Absolutely. And I'm proof. I am and now I I know I'm going to say this so I am proof in many different ways. I am proof uh one I do have a lot of uh, gay friends. So I know they don't count. I know they don't count. But they, they can be a little bit harder to be friends with than your straight men for me. But I am I am very fortunate that I have a number of male friends. And I go back to one that you know, we've been no we've been friends for over twenty years. You know, I I do believe that we can do that. I mean what we're able to share with them. You know, I am still friends with the guy that I went to prom with. He's married and has five kids and all of that, right? But I do believe for me it is possible to be friends. It just you, you do different things with those friends than when you do with, you know, your three girlfriends or with, you know, with your spouse.
0: And it's funny because I'm still friends with the guy that I uh, went to my prom with. He was We were very, very good friends, and we talked not too long ago. But um, I think because I'm so hard to get in touch with, he might be mad at me right now. But that's okay. Shout out, hey, Roger. <laughs> but, you know, we we're, we're, were very good friends. Um, And then, I I mean, you're talking in the military when you're often one of the few females there, you do have a lot of guys that, you know, they're your friends, they're your brothers, and they will look out for you. That's what we do in the military. And I have some that I've been friends for 30 years or so that we've been friends. Um, And we are just friends. And people have asked me, how can you have been friends so long? You know, because, you know, it's like, he just, he's, they're like brothers, you know? So, and we've never thought about each other, seen each other. We get each other through hard times and stuff like that. That's what we're taught. That's how we're there. We're to support each other and to help each other. And it becomes true friendship. I think because so few people see what true friendship looks like, that the the lines are easy to cross. You know, don't you? Don't understand the boundaries and, and the different things that comes with that. You know, emotional affairs. You were saying that, yes, you see that as cheating. You know, and, and it can, if it's, it can be. People have so many different views on that. If it's pulling you away from that relationship, your marriage, and that emotional affair ends up becoming can become so much more because you have an attachment that's harder to break. You know that's in your heart. It's in your mind, and it's really pulling at you. So that can be, in some ways, when you get those emotions involved, even harder than the walking away from the, the just a physical friends with benefits kind of thing. You know?
1: Yep.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, because it, because it, that's in right. The emotional. You're you're. It's a twenty four seven kind of deal, right? Where the, the physical mm-hmm. it just it just happens. But the All right, I'm going, going home now. Sense. I mean, you have spending- <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's God. funny because I've had,
0: you know, we've worked with, we've coached a lot of different people where, you know, I've worked with men and I've worked with women. And it's funny, I had, um, you hear guys can say, if my wife were to cheat on me with another man, I'd be furious. But if it was just, you know, if it was another woman, I wouldn't be so mad. Now, that sounds crazy, but does he see, like, getting back to the trophy, he sees another man as a threat? He's destroying his household, his home. Interesting.
1: His castle. Right? It's just, <laughs> right. Ooh, I like that. His castle and his trophy. Absolutely. But I also think it's interesting, you know, and and I think that I admire the couples that are able to make it work. Now, mm. I didn't always. I did have some judgment around that, you know. Especially when you're in the pain and the hurt, you know, you're still going through that. Um because I I found it difficult to believe that she would not they wouldn't she would not know that he was cheating. Right? Or vice like, versa. How could she not know?
0: But that's us looking on the outside. Um, I think we're in that shoes. We don't often want to believe the signs could be there, but you don't want to believe it, you know, little things that are, uh, hmm. And looking back, you'll say, oh, yeah, I remember this, this, and that. When that happened, it was right there in front of me. But when you trust someone and you love someone, you don't get caught up in those little things and all the signs that are there. You know, you trust them, and it gets me thinking: Is where is the commitment? You know, we people. I think more so now they get married, or they're in this relationship, and they're supposed to be committed, and they say, "I do," or "I'm," you know, "I'm in this. I'm all in." But they say it so lightly without understanding what it means to be all in, what it means to take that walk down the aisle, and that you're going to be committed, you know, that you're going to be all in this relationship, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically all in.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that people realize what that is right? Like we, we started with, you know, at the beginning uh, and your neighbors are celebrated 10 years together. It's it's working through the difficult times, right? Because the, the fun times when everything is going well, you just got that raise, you just got the commission or the bonus, and when everything is going well, right, there mm-hmm. is not much to work out. It's when things get difficult, you know maybe the i r s audited you, and now you're gonna to have to owe them or you owe them. you know what I mean it's when you get those curveballs of either tell' we lost you together you again. could you repeat that you we had lost oh Can my goodness you repeat that okay yeah it i I said that it's when we go through when we get those curveballs the i r s gets mm-hmm. audited you know you need a new refrigerator, you need new tires, whatever the case may be, it's like when we work through those things, that's what's going to bring us closer or it's going to pull us apart. And I don't don't think couples look at it that way. I just want to quickly say,
0: if if you're listening and, you know, it's something you've been through and you've been able to stay together and move past it, you know, give us a call. You can call in at 773-897-6124. And, you know, why, why do you think
1: people cheat in the first place? I think that's a hundred thousand dollar question, Carolyn. <laughs> uh, because I think it's very complicated. You know, it's truly, truly complicated. I, I can say, uh, for from for me and my own mm-hmm. personal experience, um, he was depressed. He had just lost his mom. They were incredibly mm-hmm. close. He felt numb right when you lose your parent um and you're very close you go through this numb he went through depression for for a while um he was able to work and do all of that but you know he was just he was depressed um and it was it was for me for him it was just that new thing right it, it, something sparked up something within him right he was it lasted for about the the depression lasted a little bit over a year,
2: mm-hmm. and during
1: that time when he wasn't hundred percent there, let's face it i had to i picked up the pieces right as far as the kids you know i had k- taking care of the kids and, and doing all of that so I took that you know possibly you know wh- now looking back you know, I' was just too busy you know taking over some of these responsibilities. Abilities, and he just needed, you know, I just need something, you know, just something new, something different, something to, you know, spark some life back into my life. Um, and he did, you know, and he, and I, it worked, I guess, you know, and you know, it, it was just rather interesting um, that for for him, that's what it, it happened, you know, but you often see. People where you know, I also got to witness uh, at an office party, right? People get into the alcohol and everything seems fun and happy, and then next thing you know, they end up going to the motel hotel thing, right? Something was they started out as innocently as having an office party. I mean, how many times have we, well, how many times have we heard or have we seen? You know, where you're at a happy event, happy celebration, and then the alcohol, you know, for for one that, that could really put away some alcohol, things just seem so easy. Let like, go. Oh, let's just have some fun here. Not realizing the consequences, right? Because when you're under the influence, you don't really realize the consequences of your actions. You don't really, in my opinion, you don't really fully pay attention to it until it's too late the next morning, you know, after you have a hangover.
0: <laughs> you know, and it's funny because you made me think of a song. Um, for those who are into, like, rap music and stuff, uh, G-Eazy has a song called Sober, which kind of, you know, if he had, if you had not been doing all that drinking, would you be doing the things that you were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And alcohol, yes, it makes you lose some sense of judgment if you are drinking heavily and you are around, you know, a person who you are tempted by or they're tempted by you and they always want it. So they'll take advantage of the situation. But I do want to, you know, during this time, if you're listening to this show later, you know, right now all across the globe we're experiencing um, COVID-19 the coronavirus, and it's causing people to stay in place, shelter in place, and be at home. But here's the thing. People are staying at home, but affairs are still taking place during this, despite the virus. There are reports and studies being put out about it that people are still, you know, in these situations, and I I encourage you to check out an episode I did a couple of, well, not even a week ago now. It's called Relationships Tested During a Time of Crisis. If you just look on it on one of the sh- uh, channels you can find us on or just search the title, "relationship Tested During a Time of Crisis, I wrote an article on it as well as did a show about it, which kind of gives you some kind of strategies and things not to be the one ending up in that situation during this time. Because we got, you know, you think about, uh, like you were saying, he was going through depression We got a lot of stress. You're talking about losing, you know, things are breaking at home and people aren't employed. And, you know, if you're arguing with your partner or your spouse, you want to go to that person who's not arguing with you. But you see, that's just a temporary grass is greener kind of thing because if you end up with that person, eventually the fairy tale ends and you start arguing too. You know, you look at the person that often it's the person that, you thought you could never have. There's something different and intriguing about the person where they seem untouchable, or and they want to be with you, you know, or they're so different from your spouse. It's like an adventure, you know. And we talk a lot about relationships on this show, and I encourage people to check out some of the episodes we've done because this is why we talk about not letting that boredom set in. How do you keep that? adventure in your own home Um, there was a joke we that used to be told about and it was a wife who said it you know instead of if her husband want he did not need to go to a strip club or something he could leave that money at home and give it to her and get a far better show you know you know her goal was to keep her marriage strong and happy so he would want to come home. And I love that when you see the guy who's, look, he's leaving work, and he's like, I'm going home to my wife. I'm ready to get home. I've done my job for the day, and I'm ready to get home. And vice versa, you know, she could be the primary breadwinner, and she's ready to go home to her husband. But they work at that, and they create that. We live in such a fast-paced, career-focused, materialistic world that we lose sight of what we say is most important to us, and that's our relationship. And it's very easy to say that person cheated. It does not excuse the behavior, but what was going on that led them to it, that led them into the arms of somebody else, and let's just say the bed of somebody else or floor or wherever they were, you know, it, it it led them to somewhere else, you know. But you can't. I, you, it, you,
1: oh my God! A lot of it's thought From the beginning. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think that's that's uh, uh, fabulous. I mean, I love that. I had no idea that actually people are right now. You just brought up such a great point because people are under a great deal of stress, men and women. Mm-hmm that they may want to go out out of their relationship. And forget marriage, right? I'm saying relationships. Even if just being in a relationship, but you're at each other's throats because maybe you're having to spend more time at home, that you may want to go out and get a quick fix is what I say. Right? I just didn't even think of it that before. Oh, if you, I mean, I'm telling
0: you, listeners, listen to that episode, Relationship Tested During a Time of Crisis, and I talk about that, um, that, yeah, yeah, there's still a lot of the stress and a lot of things that are building up for people right now. Protect your relationship. Protect your marriage. But, again, it's about not what you want, just what you want in a relationship, but how does that person want to be cared for and loved? you got to, this is a, excellent time, a great time to get to really know that person. And for me, I don't always want to know everything because that's what keeps the adventure going. As you spend a lifetime learning about them and what they like and trying new things and taking trips together and doing silly fun stuff, we don't do a lot of that If you can catch some of the uh, TikTok videos um, and different things that are on where couples are coming up with some fun, crazy things that they're doing together, you know, because they don't want the boredom to set in and they know, you know, so they're working to stay together as a family unit. And for me, I also look at it from, I got to say, from that biblical perspective, and that's part of why I always say it can be worked out marriage was created for a reason it's a unity to bring two people together for life for better for worse and i'm going to say that part again for better or worse we want the better but we don't want to go through the worst of times together the you know losing the job as you said you know trying to figure out how you're going to pay bills you know but that's where Some of the real test and fun can come in, the creativity on navigating through it together. That's the key, together. Not one person doing it by themselves. Uh, Communication, you know. Like I said, money, communication, sex, the three things
1: that can destroy any relationship. And you brought up a good point because now that we know the three keys and now that you're having to spend more time together could you start working out those, and your, the money coming in decreased, could you start working out some creative works, creative ways to let go of some debt or to reduce the expenses, right? And if you guys need help, <laughs> yeah. what? I'm going to yeah. put in the plug well, no, for Chella. Not only, <laughs> not only that, that's but you what brought she up does. a good point, right, because, but Because that's this is a great opportunity to get creative. And then once this is over, you're going to have more money. So now we can eliminate money being one of the ways, as far as your relationship go, goes, but also communication as well, right? Because if you're communicating and you're working together, then you have two out of three. So this is a great way right now to get your relationship on the track of Don't fall for the quick fix somewhere else, but work it out and make it fun. Carolyn always says, make it fun, right? What (laughs) can you come up with some ways that you can have some fun and not spend? You know, right? Because, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Well, because I think when, when we think about couples, You know, just personal experience, not everybody says. But for us, because we had the kids, the two full-time jobs, the everything else, for us the treat was when we were able to go out. That also meant that you were spending money, right? So even if that's the case for you, and if I had to do it all over again, I would think of Mm -hmm. other creative ways so that spending money was not always the only way we, we got to go out and have fun. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree with that one. You do not have to spend money to have fun, and I could do a whole show on ways that y'all can have fun without spending money. I may have to do that.
1: <laughs> I think we <laughs> but should. But you certainly I can. You I think totally. But you can because we need we need to give uh, our couples, our folks, our singles, everybody out there ideas of what they can do to have fun keep the energy and not and also keep the money in your account. Yes. Oh my god that was a you phenomenal know, show. <laughs>
0: you know, one of the other things you think about, um and we talked about this on the show with Roman, um and you can find that show again. He relationship coach Roman Miranoff and we talked it was starting over after ending a relationship and this is kinda like the part two to that. But we talked a lot about self-esteem, and I will add with that self-respect, because you will, and and that's a part of that can drive someone to it. And men experience this just as much as women, well, maybe not as much, but they experience low self-esteem. Where if you have someone paying you attention, and you're not, that need is not being satisfied at home in terms of the attention and feeling you know, that that person appreciates you and your self-esteem is lower and you didn't, it was maybe not grounded from the beginning that it's easy to kind of divert to someone who does tell you, hey, you look good. Mm, I like the way you look in that suit, you know, and different things they may be saying that will then get that attention to make you, oh, wow, I still have it, but not at home, you know? So you've got to be, Able to have the strength of your own self esteem and self respect because some of these times you will, you know, it's you're like, why was I even with that person? They're angry, they're mean, and you know, I don't really want to be with them, you know. But do you respect yourself enough to set the boundaries that you need to who you're going to be with, how you're going to live your life? Do you love yourself enough and know your own value and self worth? that you don't treat yourself that way or allow somebody else to treat you that way? Why would you want to be somebody, just somebody's piece of, and you can fill in the blank, you know?
1: Amen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, no, but that's, that's such a good point, right? Because sometimes we lose track of that. They're giving each other compliment, or they're noticing they mm-hmm. just got a haircut, or you know, I mean, just so the small details. They do not cost money. When I, I will tell my
0: friends. I'll say, "Hey, uh, you got a haircut, or something like that." And then the guys are like, "You noticed?" I'm like, "Dude, yeah, you got a haircut." We have a caller on the line. Let me see. Hello. Caller, Indian 8125. Nine. Welcome to the show. Nice. Did you have a comment or question? I I'm, I'm wonder- just wanted to listen.
2: No, I got to have Hello? a question.
0: Yes.
2: Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. So, yes. you're talking about, uh, I presume, giving advice to women and the starting over after ending the relationship. What I'm interested in is what kind of advice can you give to women um, who are in the uh, beginning of a relationship? Um, to teach them how to enhance the relationship to make it a long-lasting one.
1: Shelley, you want to go first? I would say paying attention to details, sir. It's, it's about really getting to know each other, not at the superficial level, but at the heart, at the heart level. Do they share a faith in common? Can they go to church together? What else can they have? What else do they have in common so that they always have something to fall back on bigger than themselves? And I would say. Uh,
2: Okay, go ahead.
0: I would say go back to an original concept of, of dating in the first place and understanding what each other likes. There's a book uh, I think it's called Eight Questions, which I think anybody in a relationship would should read, because it goes over every aspect of a relationship, from money to you know intimate relationships. Everything is touched in the book, and how you navigate through that. Um, we're going to be doing a show on it. I just haven't gotten a chance to do it, but it really gets into a lot of what you're talking about. But not you know it's more than just it's pretty detailed. and gives you ways to have conversations and everything, um, and it's really she has to know who she is, but she also has to take time to know who he is. A lot of emphasis in a relationship is putting on, you know, where is the guy taking the woman, and you know stuff like that, but we don't they don't you don't get time to know what he wants, you know, what does he like? you sit there and you can ask some of the mm. basic questions and they can't answer them. And you do that by, I said, com- communicating with each other. And really, you know, I, I thought it was to know what he, kind of cologne he likes, you know, that's something so simple, but it's something that can like, all right, that's his, you know, that's what he smells like. That's what he wears. What colors does he like? Um, Does he like to read, or is he just into ESPN and sports magazines, you know, his favorite teams, and be willing to try new things. You know, if you don't go to a sporting event, try to go with one. If he loves it, go with him one time. You might just like it, you know. It's different things that you can do Mm -hmm. together and walk through. Instead of just thinking what kind of job he got and what kind of car he drives, know the man but you also got to let him be a man. You know, and I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes in in relationships and that men don't feel appreciated when they're put in as Chella was saying earlier, a cage that doesn't let him in some ways be the man that he needs to be. You know, we're defined differently. God created mm-hmm. us as two different separate beings, a man and a woman, and we have certain qualities and things that make us unique. And we need to be able to appreciate and celebrate that. So but what does being a man look like for him? It's not the same for every guy. And you can't, you know, put him up to the standard of the last guy you were with because he's a totally different entity. Know him. Appreciate him. Get to truly trust and love him. Did that answer your question?
2: About 50%, which is about a lot better than most people would. Um, to appreciate a man, yes, because most, uh, most men really don't feel appreciated. I've talked to mm-hmm. men and women for the last 20 years. I'm not a relationship counselor or, or an advisor. It's just that I've had the opportunity to talk about relationships for a while. And men don't feel appreciated. And they feel after a while the woman that they've met and they, that they know um, don't even respect them as much. And mm-hmm. your aspect about letting a man be a man, um, I'm with you about 95%. And the reason why I'm okay. not 100% with you is because when you say let him be a man, that implies that she has the power to either make him the man of the family or not. Because if yeah. he were the man, if he were the leader, that means she would just she would follow as long as he's i'm um, doing everything correctly doing everything in a moral way but if um let's say there were two atheists who are married which who can still be moral <laughs> without having to go to church she still yes. has the power over him by, by criticizing so by showing in a general way what you're saying i'm I'm agreeing with i, I want more specific answers but again what you said is way better than what a lot of people would say so if you do show the man appreciation Let him know that you really like him. Find out what he likes and give it to him to show your appreciation with the right man. And I believe 25% of men are not the right men, but 75% Mm -hmm. are. You can't get rid of that man because that man's not used to it. That man is not (laughs) used to a woman who is thinking about us as opposed to me, myself, and you two. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) So, you said an important um, word. Oh, you said respect, that to respect each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. It Respecting is. You have each, to respect other. each other.
2: Respect each other. And I, I, I've told people I want a woman who loves me, not only because of who I am, but because of who she is. In other words, she mm-hmm. has this type of personality and mindset and um, and the kind of attitude that the love would come from her, the, based on morality, um, a moral imperative. I'm not talking about religion either. I'm talking about a moral right. imperative. What is right is right. And I care for you because I would care for anybody who is sweet, nice, gentle, good to me. And as opposed to, you, you are so special because you're a rock star, you've got money, you're important, mm-hmm. you're sexy, I love you because you're all those things to me, but I'm going to treat you right because of who I am more than who you are. But because of who you are, you do inspire me to be who I am even more. Does that make sense?
0: I'm giving you a hand clap over here. You can't see it, but I am.
2: <laughs> I... Oh, that... one of those invisible hand claps and sound ones. Yeah. Okay.
0: that was very well put that was because it's right to be able uh, to that's the self-worth that she has for herself that can shine through and the love she has for him
2: right the love she has for him because she does love herself in the right way not in a narcissistic way but she loves herself because she knows that she does things the right way Um, she's a responsible person she's an honorable person and and hopefully she'll be turned on by a guy who is just like that. There are a lot of women who either are or think of themselves as being, you know, righteous women, but they go for the really bad boys. I'm not talking about the sexy bad boys. No, the cool guys. They go for the bad boys. <laughs> they Real go for bad. The, ones that slap, yeah, the ones that will slap the hell out of you. And then they go back for more. If I hear a woman going back two or three times to get smacked around, I have very little uh, empathy for her because if she's going to get into her car to drive across town to go visit a boyfriend who's going to smack yeah. the shit out of her. I say she's not a victim anymore. She's a partner. Okay, to me, she's a partner because she can very easily just say bye. Goodbye. Simple. If she can say goodbye to um, to Adam, she can say goodbye to David. Okay, so I don't, I don't have that kind of empathy for a woman who's just going to continually get herself into a mess. But um, that's where self-worth comes in. You may really be attracted to the bad boy, but you know that he's bad for you. Just like there are so many good-looking women out here, you can't <laughs> be falling in love with every good-looking chick on the planet. You've got to have discernment. You've got to realize, is this girl in my corner? I have a saying, I don't need a princess to share my mansion. I need a woman to share my park bench. So when I'm oh. down and out you know, I that's when I need you. I don't need you when I've won the heavyweight championship of the world and everybody crawls into the ring, you know, to, to shake my hand. I need you when I've lost the championship. You know, when nobody wants to be around <laughs> That's what I need. You. So that's why I asked that question.
0: Oh that was awesome, you know, and I think it's such a strong point. Are you willing to share the park bench? If you can share the park bench, then you can share the castle.
2: Yeah, you've earned that I mean, castle.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know, well, unfortunately, you know. we are down to our last three minutes. And I will. Th- I thank you for calling in. Um, you've made me thinking of respect, and I like that as a great ending point that you know, being willing to share that park bench, because when you said it, I actually I could get an image of this wonderful couple sitting on the park bench together, aging, like from a young age to an older age, Right. you know, and that's a beautiful uh, uh, vision to have. And I well, think you so much even
2: for You know, I yeah. got two minutes. I'll make this very quick. Even more than okay. that, more than just growing old together, I mean somebody who is who has who has been up there on the pedestal who has really made it all but then has fallen down either because of unemployment or because the business has failed and the the house is just about to be sold or you know you can't make the mortgage anymore i'm talking about the woman who says don't worry baby we'll get through this you know
0: that, and i think we're going to have that's that's those times we're going to have couples who are going to be <laughs> yeah. experiencing that with everything that's going on right now, and you need to be able to say that that we will get through this together. So, as we close out the show, I thank you. Okay. Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. We got. We just have like two minutes because uh, I. We keep it to the oh, hour, okay. um, so we don't lose our listeners okay, no and it shows too long. <laughs> but I thank you so okay. much. Um
2: I, sure.
0: Go ahead. You got that last story. Okay, sword. I was going to say, I, I, <laughs> all right.
2: unfortunately, I think there will be more breakups than there will be um, a reigniting of the fire. And that's a. <laughs> I I I
0: agree. I unfortunately agree. You know, unfortunately.
2: The,
0: but we're going to be talking more about it, providing tips and strategies to hopefully keep people united over the next couple of months here um, on the show. Let's Coach. And, Chella, as we close out, I want to make sure people know how to get in touch with you.
1: Uh, Reach out to me on Transcend Abundance on Facebook, Chella Diaz on LinkedIn. Those are the two best uh, ways to get a hold of me right now.
0: And if you see the write-up for the show, there's a link there where you can actually connect with her on Facebook. And um, Roman did have a special offer, and it was for – Three listeners of the episode, um, of three listeners of the show, uh, he's giving a 30% discount off a package of six relationship coaching sessions, and that's coach uh, relationship coach Roman Miranov. His website is romanmiranoff.com. He did not get to put that out on the last show, so I wanted to make sure it's a limited offer, so contact him on his website. Mention you heard about him on the show Let's Coach, and he will offer that 30% discount to you. I want to thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Let's Coach with Carolyn. And remember to find me at carolynowens360.com. And remember, it's all about success on your own terms. Thank you so much, and have an awesome, blessed week, everybody. Bye-bye.